Hello everyone, thanks for tuning in. So today I'm going to be talking about the power of fasting and prayer. And so, you know, this is something that's so awesome that really when I when I had a revelation on this and started doing this, it changed my life. It took me to another level in the things of God. And so, you know, obviously prayer, when we're talking about prayer and fasting, prayer by itself carries so much power. You know, James chapter five, he said, the prayer of a righteous person avails much, making tremendous power available that's dynamic in its working. So, you know, prayer, prayer alone, having a good prayer life makes tremendous power available in your life. You know, but when you couple it with fasting, it releases an even greater dimension of power on your life, you know, and to see the things come to pass that you've been praying for. And so, you know, what really sparked my interest with fasting and prayer was, was realizing like, okay, if I see things in the Bible and they're not becoming a reality in my life, you know, you can either just change your doctrine to say, oh, well, that's not always God's will to heal or, oh, it's not always God's will for me to have victory in this area or, you know, whatever. You can either just, just change your doctrine, you know, for, to, because you lack power or you can press in press in in fasting and prayer to increase the power of God because you know it takes power to obtain the things that belong to us in Christ you know Jesus paid for it all it's not like we're trying to fast and pray to earn something from God the bible says all things are yours when you the day you were born again all things are yours because of the blood of Jesus but we're still living in, in our, you know this earthen vessel in, in the flesh we're still living here on this earth and it takes spiritual power to obtain the things that, that Christ has purchased for us. And so, but thank God, he's given us all that we need. He's given us everything that pertains to life and godliness. And that's why it's so awesome to study this subject because Jesus has given us something, prayer and fasting. He's given us something to be able to tap in to greater levels of power, greater levels of the anointing in our life. And so, you know, like I said, it's, it's important to understand that that power is already on the inside of us. We're not trying to get more power from God. Fasting, you're giving yourself more fully to God. You're not trying to get something from God. You already have a surpassing greatness of power on the inside of you. The day you're born again, you know, that's why Paul prayed in the book of Ephesians. He was praying for them that they would be able to comprehend the surpassing greatness of God's power that was in the believers, in those who believe. So you already have a surpassing greatness of God's ability, God's power on the inside of you. So you're not trying to get anything from God. Really what it is, is that that power is veiled by our human flesh. And so when you fast, you are weakening the veil of your human flesh. You, you know, you're exercising dominion over your flesh, but by not eating, that's the, your flesh's strongest desire is for food. And so when you, when you push away the plate, you're exercising dominion over your flesh. You're weakening the flesh, the veil of the flesh so that more of that power can be released. And so, you know, I think it's pretty obvious if you, you know, are in church or around Christians, not every Christian is operating at the same level of power. You know, I think that's, that's pretty clear. And, and, you know, the reason that that is, is it's not because we don't all have access to the same things. You know, all the promises of God in Christ are yes and amen. You know, every Everything belongs to all of us the day you're born again. But the reality is, is that some Christians have exercised more dominion over their flesh and they, their spirit is stronger than their flesh. Or, you know, some Christians, their flesh is still very strong. And so, you know, less of that power is being released in their life. And so it's important.
important to understand this. Otherwise, you'll just think, oh, well, you know, why, why is thing, you know, why isn't this working for me? I guess it's just not God's will for my life. But ultimately, that power is available to you to be able to obtain, to be able to walk in victory, to be able to walk in power, walk in divine health, walk in prosperity, to walk in all that Christ has purchased for you. That power is available. It's on the inside of us. And you know, all we have to do is tap into it, to press into God, to, to consecrate ourselves. You know, he says, the, the, the Bible says in Romans, walk not after the flesh, but walk by the spirit. And so that's fasting and prayer is practicing that. We walk not by our fleshly desires, but I'm walking by the spirit. So you're weakening the flesh and you're strengthening your spirit through prayer. And so, you know, the best example of this, we see this is in Luke chapter four. So in Luke chapter four, in the beginning, it says that Jesus was led by the spirit and he was full of the spirit and he was led into the desert um, for 40 days of fasting and prayer. So, but when he comes back, it says that he comes back from his time of fasting and prayer in the power of the spirit. So before he fasted and prayed, he was led by the spirit. He was full of the spirit. But when he came back, he was under the power, the manifest power of the spirit. And it says that he said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me for he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, to set the captives free, to deliver the oppressed, to to proclaim the time of the Lord's favor. So he came back under the power of the Holy Spirit. And so another word that we frequently use for the manifest power of God on someone's life, another word we use is the anointing, which maybe you've heard that before. So the anointing, what we're talking about is the manifest power of God on your life. And so it's important to understand that there are levels of the anointing. You know, yes, all believers have the first John, all and all believers have an anointing from the Holy One. We all have an anointing, but there are different levels of the power of God that are on people's lives and you can increase it. That's what's so awesome is like, you don't have to just feel like, oh, well, I'm not called into the ministry. So that's why I don't really have a strong anointing. No, every Christian, you can increase the anointing on your life. You know, that's what's so awesome that Jesus has given us a way to do that. And so the different levels, a good depiction of it is in Ezekiel chapter 47. Ezekiel's having a vision of a river or, or waters that are flowing out from the temple of God. And he says, you know, the waters at first, they came up to his ankles, then it came up to his knees, then it came up to his waist, and then it was over his head. So he's talking about a river that was increasing in levels, you know? And so what that river is, if you think about it in the, in the new covenant, we are now the temple of God. So Ezekiel was having a vision of the temple of God, the building and the river flowing out. But we are now the temple of God and we now have a river flowing out from us. You know, Jesus said in John chapter seven, if anyone is thirsty, let him come unto me and drink. And out of his belly, out of his innermost being shall flow rivers of living water. And he was speaking of the spirit of God. And so, you know, yes, if you're baptized in the Holy Spirit, you have a river God, you have a river of life flowing out of your innermost being, out of your spirit man, not out of your flesh, not out of your body, you know, but it's, it's something, a power that the waters of life coming out of your spirit. And so, yes, you have that when you're baptized in the Holy Spirit, you receive that outflow 
of the spirit of God, of the river of God. But, you know, you can increase the level of that river. Like I just said in Ezekiel 47, some people, their rivers only flowing, you know, ankle deep. Some people, their rivers flowing knee deep, waist deep, over the head, you know. So so you can increase the proportion of that river that's flowing out from you. And, you know, ultimately, it's really, it's not up to God the level that your your river is flowing because like i said that river is being veiled by your your earthly flesh. And so as you spend time in fasting and prayer or, you know, pra- just even just in general, practicing walking by the spirit, not walking after the flesh, that river that flows out from you begins to increase as your spirit gets stronger and exercises dominion over the flesh. And so that's that's one way that you can think about it is the river that's flowing out from you. It increases. So as the veil, the veil of the flesh, the more you break open the veil of the flesh, the greater, the greater proportion of that river that's going to flow out from you, if that makes sense. And so fasting is just one way. I'm not saying that's the only way um, that you increase that, but this is one way when you fast and pray, you're, you're almost breaking open the veil of the flesh and that river begins to flow out from you even more that that power begins to flow out from you even more and so another another way you can think about it is um you know one way is the river flowing out from you another way is the light that's shining out from you the light that's shining out from you and so you know in Isaiah 58 which is an awesome chapter on fasting and prayer so i encourage you if you're interested you know to go and study Isaiah 58 god is telling his people the kind of fast that he expects from them. And so um, it says, you know, in Isaiah 58, 6, God's telling them, this is the fast that I choose, that you would loosen the bonds of wickedness, that you would undo the bands of the yoke, that you would let the oppressed go free, break every yoke. And so obviously, how do we break every yoke? The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 10, the, the yoke will be destroyed because of the anointing. So the anointing is what's gonna destroy the yoke of bondage, the anointing is what's going to to set free those who are oppressed, those who are captive. So he's saying here, this is why I want you to fast, you know, for this reason that you can let the oppressed go free so that you can break the yoke of bondages from off of people's lives. And so then he goes on to, to describe. So what happens when you fast and pray like that? It says in verse eight, your light will break out like the dawn your light will break out like the dawn. And so what's very interesting about that is it, it made me think of the scripture in 2 Corinthians chapter 4. In, in 2 Corinthians 4, 6, it says, For God, who said light shall shine out of darkness, is the one who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God. We have this treasure in our earthen vessels. So what is the treasure? It's the light the light, the light of the knowledge of the glory of God. So he's saying the light of God, that is the treasure that's in your earthen vessel. So as you, as you weaken the earthen vessel through fasting and prayer, then more of that light is going to shine out of your earthen vessel. That's why he said in Isaiah 58, your light will break out like the dawn. The dawn shines brighter and brighter. And so as you, you know, fast and pray, that light that's on the inside of you is breaking out, shining brighter and brighter. And, you know, in John chapter one, you know, so why do we want our light to break forth? Why do we want to increase the degree of light that's shining from us? Is because in John chapter one, he said, light drives out darkness and the darkness 
has never overpowered it. The darkness can't even comprehend the light of God. So when you walk into a place and you're radiating with the light of God, that light drives out darkness. That light will drive out depression. That light will drive out fear. That light will drive out every form of oppression, anxiety, you know, anything. And so that's why it's so important as the light of God shines from us, that's when we're able to do, like Jesus said, you'll do even greater works than these. The things that he did, Jesus went around, you know, he he was full of the light of his, of God, the light of his father. And that's what he did. He went around. The Bible says, no doubt, you know how God anointed Jesus with the Holy Spirit and with power. And he went around doing good, healing all who were being oppressed by the devil. And that's because the he was a carrier. He said, I am the light of the world. And now that Jesus is gone, we are the light of the world. And so the more that we allow that light to shine from our lives, the more that we strengthen our spirit and become strong in spirit, you know, through prayer, that light shines out. And you know, now more than ever in these days, the world is getting darker and darker. But the Bible says that when the world gets darker, the the glory of the Lord shall be seen on you, that you will arise and shine for the glory of God. And so that's why now more than ever, it's so important for us to have the power of God, to increase the anointing, to increase the light, the increase the river that's flowing from our lives so that we can set the captives free, see the deliver, see the oppressed delivered, see people healed, see people set free by the power of God. And so, you know, I believe that as you do that, you know, if you're interested in fasting and prayer and you want, you want to implement that more in your life, you know, I encourage you to, to do so. And, you know, obviously if you've never fasted, you know, don't start with like a 40 day fast. You know, if, if you've never fasted, just start with even skipping, you know, one meal, you know, during your lunch break, begin to just pray pray, you know, build up your spirit. And, you know, I know that as you do that and the power of God increases on your life, you're going to see more and more. You're going to see the manifestation of God's glory, God's power more than ever. And you're going to have testimonies, testimonies for God's glory of, of what his power has done in and through your life in Jesus name. Hey guys, this is Victoria. I just want to say thank you so much for listening and make sure that you subscribe, share it with a friend, share it on Instagram. Let me know that you're listening and I pray that these podcasts will continue to be a blessing to you.